Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder here, and you're listening to the Ever Black Podcast. Hey, human scum, this is odorous from Quark. Going to the Fear Factory. This is George Quark, Commander Fisher. This is Jasper Delegate. This is Wade from Our Last Enemy. Mike Nichols, Chris Alton. He is at Wednesday 13. This is Bruce Evans. Rex from Kill Devil Hill. This is Gary Sweet from Sepultura. You're listening to Ever Black Podcast. Before we go into this episode of the Ever Black Podcast, we just need to give a shout out to our show supporters, the Occult Clothing Brand Electric, which love amazing apparel from shirts to hoodies to hats to beanies, dresses and more. Check out their full range at electricwitch.com.au and put in the code EVERBLACK for 20% off your order. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review the Ever Black Podcast on Spotify and iTunes podcast streams and see all our video interviews on the Ever Black YouTube channel. You can also read all our articles and reviews at everblack.com.au. All right, on with the show. Hey, hey, more the merrier. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's up, Nev? How are you doing? <laughs> Good. Good, boys. What's happening? Not a lot. It's late here. Yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah, it's not that late. It's like half 10, but it's, um, yeah, it's, it's getting close to bed. We've got to go and repack five, well, repack a thousand vinyls tomorrow. So, uh, oh, yeah. Busy boys. But that's cool. Yeah. Hey, hey man. That's that. Where, 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 where are you, boys? So I'm, I'm over in the Cotswolds in in UK. So that's kind of that's pretty country countryfied in the middle between Bristol and London, really. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm just sort of south of Bristol. So yeah, we're both kind of southwest boys. Is that far from each other? About an uh, hour and a half from each uh, other. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's all right. Yeah, it's not too bad. Definitely. Obviously, can't see anyone at the moment because lockdown oh, and covid and true. all that bullshit <laughs> yeah it's pretty bad over there hey yeah yeah it's getting it's getting a lot better thankfully we had a really i mean over sort of january uh february it's really bad and um, yeah, it's been three months of, of everyone just being being at home yeah and um europe's getting really bad at the moment like super bad so uh yeah we kind of just, who knows if we're going to get that but hopefully everyone will get vaccinated by then and we, we can just live a life again <laughs> some form of more normal yeah no. we, we've just had a had a flare-up of it here after having like a run of nothing yeah we're, and then literally over the last couple of days um someone contracted it and it just it's it, we're, we're not full lockdown but they've cancelled one of the biggest festivals Oh man! Day notice that was Blues Fest in Byron, which is massive. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Australia, but uh, have you? No, I haven't. But I, I know Byron's obviously that's where Parkway uh, from, um, and Parkway like they're down that way, aren't they? So yes, um, yes, which is very sort of, I'd say about an hour, hour and a half from where I am. I used to book oh, cool, millions of years. Yeah, ago. Really, they're really <laughs> nice guys. Like, I've met, yeah, I met yeah. Winston. Winston randomly like uh they were playing Brixton Academy and my friend Tom was doing loads of artwork for them um so we went out for a went for a Tai Chi coffee, um, latte and um <laughs> and then because he's he doesn't drink or anything so um and then we went and I met up with him in the studio the next day um 
he was recording on the you and me at six album doing the guest vocals so i took my my now wife there we just hung out with him and he did his guest vocals and she had a kind of lilt and um yeah it was nice <laughs> how's that it's it's funny that uh i remember seeing them uh what was it? it was a tiny probably about the size of this room wow. with another band um and i was like oh who are these guys and mate goes oh they're they're the some band from Byron called Parkway something. And then <laughs> but my, my wife saw their very first show at wow. a, at a, at a church. Like a Where are they now? Show. Where are they now? I know. Yeah. I know. What are you doing with your lives? <laughs> with, your, with your fucking pyro and your drums turning upside down. And shit. Crazy how, how things can happen. But uh, yeah, mate, what, what do you have it? What are you having a beer tonight? Uh, I've had a few beers, but I'm on a. I'm actually on an alcohol-free beer at the moment. Oh, <laughs> I just just finished mine, so I, I'm, I'm the same. I'm not going to like have another one because we've got to be up early to go and get these freaking finals. It's out. becoming a bit of a habit because we're doing quite a lot of press at the moment. We just could have not drink too much. <laughs> well, I'd be usually having one with you boys, but uh, yeah. eight o'clock in the morning, and I don't <laughs> think my boss when I hit work, well, I, he's pretty cruisy. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'll, uh, I'm having a nap. So what's good, what's good, uh, what's good to drink out in Australia? What's, what's sorry? What's good to drink out in Australia? Oh, mate, I, I, I'm weird. I'm one of those guys that likes heaps of, uh, like the weird, like, uh, brewery beer. Craft beers. Craft beers. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, okay. I like all the weird shit. I like VB a lot. BB. Yeah, BB's wicked. That's, that's definitely the best. Definitely the best Australian, like kind of normal beer I've had. Yeah, Victoria Bit is wicked. Like, a, it's a, yeah, very nice. Nobody drinks Fosters. No, no, no one drinks it here. <laughs> no one. We only used to drink it here because it was brewed literally down maybe two miles from my house. It's but, cheap um, as fuck as well. Yeah, it tastes like fucking piss. It's, there's only a couple of beers. There's only a couple of beers over here that taste worse, and that's Carling. Uh, Carling yeah, is dreadful. And Tuborg. Yeah, yeah no. Nah. Tuborg. is um, better than Carling. No, nah, Tuborg dries my throat out, man. Like, but I, I hate, the I hate those lagers. They're so gross. The worst right. rider beer. If you get it over there, it's called Wacker Changi. It's from New Zealand. It's a New Zealand oh, beer. And it's got a dude saving a woman from a demon hamster with a spatula <laughs> on the front. <laughs> and it's like clean. Look it up. Wacker Changi. This isn't a plug. Yeah. Please send I did. I was, I was but, out there like a year. Or, I just a year and a half ago i can't remember now it's been so just long. over a year ago was, yeah. yeah just over a year ago i was in new zealand and i didn't yeah. see it and i wish i'd seen it now that oh, really yeah. reminds me of like i was in germany with a bunch of mates once and we were stuck on this like at this lake and we just got this massive crate of beer couldn't read what it was called but it had like a, a guy on the front of it just pull it dragging a deer like from like behind and we just called them deer killers uh, <laughs> nice <laughs> hey tasty Tasty, yeah. whatever it is, as long as it's not those Fosters or the other two. Uh, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, uh, boys. Uh, of course, the new Devil Soldy Soul album will be released uh, very soon, April nine, I believe. Yeah, it's correct. The, yeah, it's April first here, so I'm, it's no no pranking. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> but um, but uh, hey, this thing Loss is the album, and it sounds massive. Like these, the production is huge. The guitars sound huge. Like this thing, it's got so much weight to it. And it's yeah, Johnny's cool. done a crazy job with how good it sounds. Like, we're so happy with it. But it's emotionally as well. It's got a lot of like your your vocals, like and and the melodies 
it's it's powerful musically but also vocally as well and i i haven't heard something like that in a little while that moved me like that oh that's Which awesome cool, man that's really good to hear yeah, yeah thank you it's it's you know, something we've kind of pride ourselves on being really honest with uh, our music um and just laying a lot of kind of our real life stuff into it we don't we don't tend to write stuff for people we write it for ourselves and trying to get a lot of stuff off our chest so um I hope that comes across as quite sincere because it is, and it's, you know, we, we want to make, we always want to write music that matters. Yeah. And I mean, we've, we've all been through quite a lot in the past three years over the, the, the process of writing it. Like um, when we, when we started it, our drummer lost his mum really suddenly and unexpectedly. And it, it really kind of framed the whole experience of it in terms of like the grief that Lex was going through, through the whole of the writing process was just, it was, as a friend, like someone that you've known for years, like seeing him go through that was absolutely heartbreaking. And he was having a really tough time. And I think there must be, it must have been one of the few things as hard as it was to do it while he was going through all that stuff. I think it probably helped to push him through it in certain respects. And it just felt like we needed to, to sort of broach, broach that like vocally as much as anything. And but a bunch of us have been through loss and, and grief through the process and in different different ways and, and forms and and we're all quite um introverted uh i guess well not all maybe but a number of us are quite introverted sort of anxious people so there's there's a lot going on in our heads at any given point i think so it's, it's something to and I, th- I think that is a global truth that's not just just us and it I think singing about that stuff is, it might be helpful for the people as well. I think, hopefully, absolutely. I, I, you can feel it all the way through. As I said, there's I can't even put it really into words. But it, the only thing I can think of is that there's a weight to it. It's it's a yeah. heavy album, but not heavy as in heavy. It's heavy as in <laughs> it's mo- yeah. emotionally. Yeah, yeah. Was it weight. eight eight string guitars? Is it? No, no it's six. six strings. Yeah, six and eight. Man, they're like tuned right there. Yeah, they're down a bit. Yeah, down to, I think it's like, it's, I think it's C standard or drop A. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's an element where like, there's an, um, I think they have to, uh, one of the tracks definitely drops lower. So they, um, he's not. Oh, burdened. Yeah, that bit's lower. Yeah. Heavy. Because there's an an octave step on it, isn't there, where they just kick the pedal, boff, down it goes, happy days. But yeah, I think uh, when, when he, when they recorded it, they, I think we're going to have to use octave pedals live, but I think literally when they recorded it, it was like, I think Johnny put like a like crazy big string on his guitar. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah I remember getting it. Good yeah, bass string. I was, I was thinking like production where Johnny did a, like such a good job. And oh, I think man. He, he's so, he's, he's done a good job on all of our records, but I think this one genuinely, I, I listened, I listened back to the last EP and um, compared to, I was like, wow, actually, wow. I mean, that one sounded good, but this is like the mix on this is so good. He's just getting better and better and better. And I think like it, it just in terms of like not even just recording it and, and engineering it, but definitely with mixing it as well. He, no one knows the band better than we do. And no one knows how the band should sound probably better than Johnny in some respects. So it's like, he just gets it and he can just do a better job than anyone else ever could do, I think. So it's, it's just a no brainer for us in terms of 
him doing it, but he just gets better and better at it. And yeah, I think we were all just so happy with how it sounds. It oh, sounds awesome. If the way it flows as well, like there's a couple of tracks that sort of, you know, jump out a, li- a little bit in, in terms of heaviness and, and maybe yeah, the theme, but overall it, it loops. I don't know if it was intentional, but I've noticed when I've had it on in the car, it'll it'll do the it'll stop at the the last track loss and then come straight back in like fades in. Gives that me wasn't intentional at all. That's uh, I don't think that was intentional. I can't think it was. Um, Mate, but that's I, like that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's I don't know if it's to do with obviously the key was written. The songs are written in. Yeah, yeah all yeah. seem to flow, but when it creeps back in, mate, it, 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 it when it starts. How do you pronounce the, the first opening track? Sorry, I'll do. I'll do. Yeah. When that creeps yeah. back in, mate, I get goosebumps and it flips. It flips around, and mate, like it's there's a lot going on. There's a lot to unpack in this album. That's so um, cool because I mean we we. We always think like the track listing is like super important. It's as important as the songs themselves, getting them in that correct order. Like if you don't get the songs in the correct order, you don't the songs won't have the same impact as they could do if you if you if you get them next to them each other in the right way, because a song being after a certain song can really make that song so much better by doing that. And the idea that actually the last song has that cool mood shift from the last song into the first song again is quite cool. Like it always makes the first song better than it was the first time around it that's cool that's awesome unbelievable yeah. like i was i was listening i was blown away i love it it's like a soundtrack you know what i mean oh that's wicked yeah 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 i was what, really for, what for you in terms of what in terms of what tracks really kind of i know draw drew you to the more and not necessarily like being heavy or whatever was there anything in there that you were like this one speaks to me more it resonates yeah oh mate sorry to put you on the spot yeah i don't know i like that is a really hard one because I I hear it like it's a it's a complete piece if you know what I mean. But yeah. what's to yeah. say I do like the drumming in um I can't remember the name of it it's a single. Uh, sorry guys, it's early morning here. Uh, Bur- uh, Burdens, it's like really yeah, fast yeah, yeah, start. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And that with all the atmospherics, mate. That yeah, that I love that song. To me. Like that's oh, cool, incredible. man. Yeah, yeah, Sweet. but. Overall, as a as a whole piece, it's something that I, I definitely appreciate. That's like, how cool. I feel about it. It's it's yeah. hard. It's like puzzle piece, puzzle pieces come together to give you like a whole picture. I think, and like you could take all the songs out separately, but all the songs together make Absolutely. the other songs better. I, th- I think. Absolutely, and I love it. You've done so well, awesome. boys. Yeah, and uh, it's coming Thanks. out on cassette. cassette. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's. that's- that's mental. I, I, if we hadn't even thought about it, then like the, the UK label boss was like, "Hey, uh, have you thought about doing cassettes?" I was like, um, "No, not at all." So, <laughs> but um, like you know, yeah. all of us growing up through like being born in the eighties and growing up through the nineties, it was like, "Fuck yeah, let's do a cassette." Yeah. We'd never had our album on a, on a cassette because we were like too late for that, I suppose. But yeah, yeah, the uh, idea of being able to listen to our album on a cassette and just having it. It's just the nostalgia. I mean, I'll it's really it's a collector's thing more than anything. It's not. I'm really just like gonna it. look at it. I I don't have a cassette player, so I'm just gonna stare at it and go. Oh, I can't wait to put it in. It's gonna sound <laughs> absolutely dreadful, but in the best sort of way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how old you boys are, but I I I'm I'm an older man. Where I used to go to. How school old's an older man? I'm 40 this year, boys. Um, I'm not too far off your man. I'm 36. 35, so. 36. Oh, there you go. I am a grandpa, by the way. 
There you go. No, oh, no, no, no way. Yeah, I am. Yes. Crazy, right? No way. Uh, but uh, I, I remember going to school with um, a big duffel bag full of, full of well, these things, cassettes. I have one cassette. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a collective thing. Um, yeah. But, yeah, and we used to do the pencil thing where you'd, sh- oh, yeah. like, rewind it real fast. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Yeah. These kids these days don't know how how they don't know how lucky they got it. They they got it made, man. Like we we had to go through this attrition and pain. For oh them. my god! Oh man, they don't even know they them. were born, do they? Right? <laughs> Shout at the moon. <laughs> <laughs> but um, of course, working together as vocalists, um, how how was that writing? Because I, I I can imagine it's it's hard. And it's a very personal thing, writing lyrics. How is it writing together and sharing those experiences? Well, writing, writing the parts, we, 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 first and foremost, we decided that we were going to look at it from a musical perspective before we start looking at it from a lyrical perspective. Because there's, I mean, I suppose there's different ways of, of broaching um, vocals, but I think you get a more naturalistic approach if you think about it in terms of just singing. First and foremost, just think about it as like... because. It has to be good musically before it can be good lyrically, because otherwise it's not fulfilling its its base purpose, I suppose. And if you write lyrics first, you can sometimes um, dig yourself into holes in terms of how things need to be phrased and stuff like that. So we we just went at it in terms of singing. We just sang phonetics and stuff, and doing that stuff, like working out what we're doing, how it needed to sound and stuff. That was really really easy. Like we just hung out and would uh, just just record each other and. And start going. Hey, those those bits were cool, and we just really collaboratively arranged the vocals together. It was really like nice, easy process, and we made a decision that we weren't going to like work ourselves like too hard. Yeah. Like if we hit like a, if we hit like a target, like if we finished a song, cool, done for the day, nice. Or if we sort of start getting towards the end of the day, and maybe we're sort of struggling with something, we just like you know what, let's step back from this. We'll have a beer. We'll go out for breakfast tomorrow morning. Let's just put some time between this. Like rather than sitting there just bashing your head against the wall and like ruining the mood or ruining the flow, just step back and don't worry about it. Forget about yeah, it. Yeah, it totally like helps. Being being that calm and cool and like just enjoying the time rather than making it a, a work mission. Yeah. Um, it it just took took the pressure off. It it allowed us to enjoy ourselves. And I think you know some of the songs. I think even the harder ones that we we struggled to write. I think you know towards the end we. Uh, but not forgotten and signal fire were the last two we kind of really because they were they we'd left till later and we were kind of not looking forward to it but then we got to them as like actually this is easy like, well we were sort we... of waiting for an epiphany weren't we with those yeah, two, yeah, we, yeah. we were struggling a little bit in terms of understanding what it was we needed to do but by go by putting them off <laughs> putting them down the line it gives you a bit of time for it to kind of yeah. settle in i suppose they're definitely ones that the ideas just weren't flowing initially for but then when we got there it was like yeah this is wicked here we go. We've done it. <laughs> yeah, like for instance, we we decided first and foremost we're just going to start with the one which we knew we were going to find the easiest because we'd basically written it in a practice room. We knew what we were doing, so we started with um, acrimony, and it was just like 
let's start with the easy one and just get ourselves like just you know celebrate successes so if you start off on a good foot you're bound to like don't go in on the hard one that's yeah. a really good way to have a horrible time yes <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, sometimes you got to let those songs grow on their own. Hey, like if you yeah, yeah absolutely against a wall, and you go, okay, I've got to put it aside, and then it'll tell yeah. you when it's ready, when it's cooked. So yeah, big time. Um, like um, Signal Five, for instance. Like for ages, we thought like it was one of the things that we probably fundamentally like had planned wrong off the bat. Like the whole first half of the song was we we were just sure it was supposed to be singing. We were just absolutely adamant that it should be singing that song. And the second we go, should we just do screams in this bit? It was like, ah, oh, fuck, this is way better. Like, it was just like, ah, this is easy. Yeah, and it's a nice, it's a nice throwback one as well because it's got like a, a slight touch of ocean, an ocean of lights in there as well. And, that, yeah, and that's it's like a, a really curse, isn't it? Yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool to have that like this almost nostalgia vibe um, with part of it. And it and when you look back on that now, it's like, why why would we have done anything different? It's, yeah, it's, it's so, crazy, isn't it? It felt so obvious when we, we stumbled across yeah. that. It was like, oh my God, we're idiots. We're like, absolutely <laughs> idiots. Sometimes, mate, but, every song's a puzzle, right? You know? Like, yeah, yeah exactly. It's a puzzle and you just yeah. got to find the pieces. That's but um, yeah, in terms of writing the lyrics, it is it's harder. You can't just sit next to each other and try and figure out lyrics between the two of you. You've, you've, one, you've got to be in the exact right fr- like frame of mind to even sit there and start writing that stuff. Like, it's not easy. And especially... I mean, the way, so going like conversely to what I said earlier, if you work um, for the music first, you then put yourself into a stencil for what you've got to write as opposed to it going the other way. So it does make probably writing lyrics a little bit harder in certain respects because you've got to like, got to really like shoehorn some stuff into your ideas, I guess. But um, yeah, the way we work with that, we, we just, we did try and do it together one weekend and it, it was just it, it was not a fun process and we didn't get very far so no. we just we we went off and we did stuff separately and we just send it back and forth so we did yeah. we did the kind of remote thing but it works with lyrics because it's it's you can you can then sit at it at your own time when you're in the mood for it you can start editing stuff and like looking at it and re, like just you know just looking at even if it's just looking at word how words sound finding like you know synonyms for certain words that have the correct sound for like a held note or something like that and yep. just going through it that way and we just we just send them back and forth until we were both happy and yeah that that was probably longer than uh writing the the parts i think wasn't it paul yeah definitely i i reckon i i chucked a leather drafts over that i'd done of some of the songs before i went away to new zealand because i was just like i need to i need to get this done before i go otherwise i'm yeah. gonna be thinking about it while i'm on honeymoon and and I was just like, no way. <laughs> I'll get shot if I do that. <laughs> yeah, I know that one. But um, yeah. <laughs> was there working together like that as, as you're both brilliant at what you do? Did you teach any techniques to each other or anything through that process? Did you learn from each other as as Nicholas? It's really kind of you, man. Honestly, that's really nice to say. And I've I mean, I've just this crippling self-doubt in my mind thinks, nah, I'm not, I'm not that good. Um, and I, you know, it's, um, I guess, I guess I learn about writing probably more than actual techniques. So I think I've, my techniques and stuff that I use and probably add the same, that we, um, they kind of stayed similar. I've, we made improved us, improved on our elements over the years, 
but writing wise I definitely learned some stuff because you know, we do write differently we um we approach things slightly differently and especially you know lyrically we do as well in terms of how we maybe I I didn't I never really thought about those mouth noises and stuff um the synonyms and um and something I've I've kind of more maybe try to shoehorn lyrics into things previously so um yeah there's definitely some bits I learned off it um yeah i mean i for instance i'd never written with another vocalist before so this was an entirely new territory for me but it was it it was enlightening actually having like a collaboration like that rather than it all being there's a lot of pressure right being a vocalist i feel when you're writing an album because it's like to some people anyway not like i I think if you if you said this to a guitarist they'd bitterly disagree with you but (laughs) for a lot of people it's kind of the most important part and it's like the lead one of the lead instruments so it's like there's a lot of pressure to get it get it right and I think doing that with somebody else having someone else sort of um, have, have a sympathetic ear I suppose because like Paul was saying like we're, we're our own worst enemies both of us like if you don't if you try something out and you're not 100% happy with it straight away one it can sour your, your own mood and make you not want to work on it any longer but it can also be like you might throw away some really good ideas because you're not you're not hearing certain things like there's bits that I wrote and stuff that Paul wrote when we were just trying stuff out where one of us would say like you I'd sing it and go no that's rubbish but then Paul would go hey no no this bit's cool let's let's like like let's take the positives from this the way you went between though even if it's just like a change between two notes over a chord progression I feel like that's the that's the thing we focus on and that's what we take from this bit and it was truly like between the two of us, we wrote something that neither of us could have written like alone. Yeah. Like there's parts that I'm singing on it that Paul would have written. And there's parts that Paul would have singing that I would have written. And we're both singing constantly stuff that we've written together. It's not like we, we put, we really did put all of the, all the parts together between us. It was, it was, it was really nice. And it, I feel more com- like really confident in it, knowing that between the two of us, we've, we've, we've kind of, quality controlled it to at least to our own tastes yeah i i think it worked out really well boys thanks man you know it's as i said one hand it's it's very difficult i'm a i'm a vocalist myself so i know what it's like and you sort of it's about being open and honest and that can be really hard to do with other people or you know what i mean yeah in front of yeah well what are you writing there sort of thing so i you know that trust between you guys and the result is is incredible but uh I don't know how much time we got. Have you guys got another another one coming through? No, I think we were meant to have one at eleven, but I don't think it's happening. Um, yeah. I'm to a phoner, so yeah, um, yeah, no stress, man. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I don't think there's any stress. Yeah, cool. Um, well, I just want to know uh, what, what we're touring and everything on on hold at the moment. Understandably, are you guys planning on doing like a streaming thing, or um, is there anything cooking up behind? So I, I guess like the streaming stuff, we kind of said no to uh, as a band just purely because i guess it's been done really well by other people and we we don't a we don't think we can match up or go beyond that so yeah to compete with the levels of like architects and stuff on that stuff is gonna be yeah architects tesseract they both absolutely killed it i think um and then also it's the vibe i mean we we vibe off the off the audience we vibe off the atmosphere being in that live environment um a couple of guys are just like no it's not for me i don't i can't do that to a camera i can't feel the way i 
I, I won't feel the same about this if that's if that's the case. I think we're all quite sort of self-conscious people, and I think there's an odd, odd thing that when you're in front of like a, you're in a, a busy room, you become weirdly less self-conscious. <laughs> like doing music yeah. videos and stuff, you're so self-conscious, you're so self-aware of everything that you're doing because it's like it's so isolated, and you feel kind of silly for doing it. Like, like going at like just when you're really feeling something, you're going at it you feel like it's less silly when you're in front of a group of people, but when yeah. you're just doing it like really dry, it's like, Oh my God, this is weird. Like, especially when you're weird. miming for a music video. I mean, not that you'd mime for one of these live streams, but like doing a music video <laughs> just feels like we're not actors. I think that's the main thing is yeah. that we're not actors. So it's, it's kind of, it's tough to do that. But I mean, we, we just, we have sort of, we've done a session in the past and we were thinking about maybe we could think about doing more of a session type thing. So rather yeah. than like, you're not really, you're performing it obviously because you're singing it you're playing you're playing the instruments but you're not like necessarily like performing it like it was a gig so you can be a bit more kind of relaxed and if it would feel less um i feel less forced in my opinion yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is I th and i think it really is just horses for courses because i mean I don't, I don't feel like i watched any of the other other bands do it and and it felt forced or like no, uh, no, like with you fake in any way. It didn't feel like that at all watching the Architects one. No, no, I totally agree. And it's just who we are as a band, I guess. Um, and, you know, in terms of like shows and stuff, so obviously we've got a bit of time to wait, but we're, we're, we're kind of planning for a tour in April next year for a headline UK. But we want to get out. We want to get out to Australia, we want to get out to New Zealand, get out to Japan again. Um, we want to hit the places that we haven't been, that we know that it's like an untapped resource that we could enjoy ourselves and also just the the, the bucket list we've got the, between a lot of those that yeah. is a bucket list of places to to like to really tick off and australia is a big one for us big yeah. time but you big came time. so close mate you were literally like over the road i know i know corner, mate i could have waved to you I could have done like the one man band, like everybody on the backing track and just kind of you know, <laughs> sat on a stool. But again, That's I think the stool. wife, the wife would have killed me. So <laughs> you could have, yeah. you, it's so close. You could have done that thing. Like, uh, you know, when Homer goes uh, fishing in the middle of the night, when him and Marjorie, are <laughs> that is old. And you could have like <laughs> rode yourself over for a bit and then rode yourself back while you were asleep. It's that <laughs> Yeah, was it a sea called a Tasman, Tasman Sea? Uh, I can't remember what it is now. And just literally come, come across there, like just literally, <laughs> like snuck into what's the closest place? Jeez, uh, uh, I don't know my. I don't yeah, know. I yeah over, over that way, okay. and it would be, yeah, yeah. Two streets <laughs> away, be, mate. Couple of streets, man. I've just played it, and um, yeah, yeah Australia is definitely it is on the list, and we we really, really, really hope we get sort of picked up by it. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it's, uh, it's 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 a territory that we could really like. People would really enjoy us. I think so. I think that's something that we'd really be keen to. Do you know do. what I reckon would be an awesome tour? You guys and architects. Oh we yeah, we toured with them loads in the past. Yeah, in the down UK. here because they tour here a shitload. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Call your boys up. Say next. I time know. You're down I there. Know. Well, those guys are so popular i don't even know if we 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 would even register as like an opening act these days Come on. Give yourself oh, honestly we, we'd, we'd love to i mean we'd, i mean we'd love to yeah obviously uh, like, like know, awesome band it would be it'd be super good we just see what happens i mean it, it all it really depends on management and, and um and promoters uh, but we, we we're there we're keen we're we're basically yeah. in australia in our heads 
but um, <laughs> I'm just, just throwing it out there. Please, so, yeah. I, I'm just no, I, my dream, sort of. I would even like yeah. even say as well, like even touring with a, maybe a lighter band like Carnival or something like that as hey. opener or something. Because I love Carnival. I absolutely love them, and um, that would be a dream for me. So, uh, yeah, let's see what happens. Fingers crossed, boys. Fingers yeah, crossed. Man. Hey, well, hopefully it all, you know, no, not much more of all this, and then we'll see you guys on tour, and we'll see you down here. But in the meantime, Loss is out on April 9, which is next week. Next yep. week. Well, it's on two Friday. It's crazy. Eight. I know. We'll have all the links down here. Get yourself a cassette or vinyl. Yeah. Vinyls look incredible. Um, and uh, buy all the merch from these boys too. Thank you. Yeah, really so appreciate need, that. Absolutely. Thanks for hanging, lads, and uh, have a few beers, and we will see you very soon. Yeah, yeah thanks care, so much man. for chatting so much. Man. Cheers. All the best. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 